0: Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today's topic is Guru Tattva Part 3. Hopefully this will be the last part of the Guru Tattva series. And we are speaking from Chaitanya Charitamrita Adalila, Chapter 1, Text 1. And especially the first two words, which is Vande Guru. So we will say our prayers first and then we will start with this session. Om नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय वासु वासु ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिमिरान्धस्य ज्ञानान्जनशलाकाया चक्षुरुन्मेलितं येना तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः श्री चैतन्य येन भूतले स्वयं वन्दे हम श्री गुरु श्री युतपदकमलम श्री गुरुं वैष्णवामच श्रीरूपं साग्रजातम् सहगण रघुनाथान्वितं तं सजीवं साद्वैतं सावधूतं परिजन सहितं कृष्णचैतन्यदेवं श्रीराधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्रीविशाखां न्वितामच हे करणा कृष्ण करणासिंधो दीनबन्धो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रनामामे हरिप्रिये वंचाकल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपासंधुभ्य एवच <coughs> पतितानां पावणेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदनं तस्वामी नितिनः नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवानि प्रचारिने निर्विशेष सुन्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिने जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंदा श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौर भक्तव्रंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा Hare Rama, Hare Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare So, welcome back to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, today's topic, as we've said, is Chapter 1, Text 1 and that too, just the first two words, Vande Gurun. We have been discussing these two words for the last two sessions. Um, three hours, three hours each. <laughs> so, we've spoken already more than six hours on this Guru Tattva. But still, I think today's session, I said, will be a short one. I don't think so. <laughs> so, um, we will get going. Um, hopefully, we can finish the explanation of these two. Of course, we can never finish the explanation, if we really want to go in-depth. But to get an idea, I think today, we will be able to complete the, um, the rest of the verses on Guru Tattva. And then after the, the subsequent Chaitanya Charitamrita session, we will have um, the next aspect of the same verse 1.1 this is isham, isha bhaktan, isha avatarakan tat, tat Chakti, all these things. i think all that can be maybe covered in one verse because the descriptions are very short for that in the first chapter they are much more elaborated in other chapters then we can go through all those other verses all right so we will chant the verse and then we will go to the part where we left off the last when was that when is Alright, so let's chant it together this verse. Vande Gurun Esha Bhaktan Eesham Esha Vatarakan Tatprakashams chatachaktihi Krishna Chaitanyasam Yankam Translation. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the spiritual masters, the devotees of the Lord, the Lord's incarnations, his plenary portions, his energies, and the primeval Lord himself, Shri Krishna Chaitanya. So, we have uh, repeated this uh, time and again during these last two sessions that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, when we say not only Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all incarnations of Godhead, when we say Krishna, it includes all these six aspects of um, Godhead and that is explained here 1.32 we have also gone through that the last session we will just recap you see krishna guru Bhakta shakti avatar prakash krishna eight choy Rupe Koren vilas lord krishna enjoys by manifesting himself as the spiritual masters the devotees the diverse energies, the incarnations and the plenary portions, they are all six in one. So therefore, we must treat um, everything related to Krishna as sacred. The devotees are sacred, the spiritual master is sacred. Not just one spiritual master, the instructing spiritual master, the initiating spiritual master and then the instructing spiritual masters and also the previous Acharyas and then the, the, the devotees around. Who are teaching us according to the instructions of the um, initiating spiritual master, who are calling instructing spiritual masters and then avatars and prakashas, all this we have to understand together. Krishna means Jai Krishna Tattva Veta Guru Hoy. Krishna Tattva means all these things, six aspects. So when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came, he came with all his associates and he came with all these um, aspects. So he was Although he is Krishna himself, Isham, but he also instructed as a spiritual master. He set by example. He set by instructions. He instructed so many. That's why we have the teachings of Lord Chaitanya book. He he spoke with Ramanand Rai. He spoke with Rupa Goswami. He, Rupa, he spoke with Sanatan Goswami, uh, Swamidhamodar Goswami. All these teachings are there. Sarvam Bhattacharya, Prakashananda Saraswati. So these are teachings, and then he personally also by example he taught. So this is spiritual master. So he is playing all these roles and along with his devotees, with his host of devotees that have come to serve him in his pastimes. So next verse 133 I therefore worship the lotus feet of the six diversities of the one truth by invoking their blessings. So again Vande Guru Nisha Bhaktan Nisha Misha Tat Prakasham Chakti Krishna Chaitanya Samyakam I offer my respectful obeisance unto the spiritual masters the devotees of the lord, the lord's incarnations his plenary portions, his energies and the primeval lord himself, Sri Krishna Chaitanya so all these have been um, explained here now we will go to the part where we left off we finished the six verses from the Srimad Bhagavatam where the lord acts as the instructing spiritual master to the first living entity Brahma, so that was the they, those were the verses from 51 through 56 all the way so today we will start with 57 which we have already covered before but we will just read through that because there is more explanation to this we will go into a, a more deeper understanding so this <coughs> so today's verses verses are starting from here 57 all the way through 64 of the first chapter of adi of chaitanya all right. Chinta manir jayati so ma gururme Shiksha gurus jabhagavan Shaki pin chamauli Yat pa dakal Leela swayam vararasam Labhate So This is a beautiful verse composed by Bilumangal Thakur in his Krishna Karanamritam. Where he is, this is I think the first verse of his book, where he is glorifying all his spiritual masters. All glories to Chintamani and my initiating spiritual master, Somagiri. All glories to my instructing spiritual master, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who wears peacock feathers in his crown. Under the shade of his lotus feet, which are like desire trees, Jayashri Radharani enjoys the transcendental mellow of an eternal consort. So in this way, um, he was, he he offered his respectful obeisances to his spiritual masters. PURPORT This verse is from the Krishna Karanamrita, which was written by a great Vaishnava sannyasi named Bilvamangal Thakur, who is also known as Leela Shuka. He intensely desired to enter into the eternal pastimes of the Lord and he lived at Vrindavan for 700 years in the vicinity of Brahmakunda, a still existing bathing tank in Vrindavan The history of Bilmavangal Thakur is given in a book called Sri Vallabhad Digvijaya He appeared in the 8th century of the Shaka era in the province of Dravida, that means in South India and was the chief disciple of Vishnu Swami who is coming from the Rudra Sampradaya of Vaishnava sect in a list of temples and monasteries kept in Shankaracharya's monastery in Dwarka, Bilvamangal Mangal is mentioned as the founder of the Dwarka-Dhish Temple there. I don't know if you have been to Dwarka. If you go there, the Dwarkadhish Temple is the, you know, is the biggest prominent feature. <coughs> of course, there is also the Somnath nearby, Somnath Temple of Lord Shiva, but Dwarkadhish Temple is the uh, highlight of Dwarka. So, Mangal Thakur is the founder of the Dwarkadhish temple there. He entrusted the service of his deity to Hari Brahmachari, a disciple of Vallabha Bhatta. Vallabhacharya. You know Vallabhacharya who wrote the Madhurashtakam? That song, beautiful song. The Madhurashtakam is written by Vallabhacharya. So, Billamangal Thakur actually entered into the transcendental pastimes of Lord Krishna. He actually entered into the transcendental. He was desiring to enter and he actually entered also. Hmm. He has recorded his transcendental experiences and appreciation in the book known as Krishna Karanamrita. In the beginning of that book, he has offered his obeisances to his different gurus and it is to be noted that he has adored them all equally. This is an important point. He offered... His obeisances to different gurus and he has adored them all equally. Now regarding this, we will go into a very great detail, but we will first read the whole purport first. The first spiritual master mentioned is Chintamani, who was one of his instructing spiritual masters uh, because she first showed him the spiritual path. Chintamani was a prostitute with whom Bilvamangal was intimate earlier in his life. She gave him the inspiration to begin on the path of devotional service, and because she convinced him to give up material existence to try for perfection by loving Krishna, he offered first. He has first offered his respects to her. So I have already narrated the, um, yeah, Prabhasakshetra. Virendra is saying Prabhasakshetra. Yes, that is also there, where the Lord was shot in the foot. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Yes so we have already covered the story of uh, chintamani and balumangal thakur in an earlier episode of Chaitanya charitamrita uh, you can go back to that to watch um, to know the more about the story but here uh, we will not go into that <clears throat> so she convinced this prostitute chintamani convinced him to become a devotee of krishna so therefore it's called technically this kind of guru who first shows us the path towards krishna consciousness is called path pradarshaka guru or vartma pradarshaka guru vartma means path path means also path in fact the word path in english comes from the word path in sanskrit and also hindi is also same path so path or vartma pradarshaka darshaka Uh, darshan means to uh, behold or to see pradarshaka means one who enables us to see so, Vartma Pradarshaka Guru means one who enables us to see the path, or one who introduces us to this path of devotional service. The first person who has instructed or or guided us towards this uh, Krishna consciousness, that is the Vartma Pradarshaka Guru or Path Pradarshaka Guru. So, Chintamani was that for um, Bilwamangal Thakur. So therefore, he offered his respectful obeisances to her and next he offers his respects to his initiating spiritual master, Somagiri and then to the Supreme Personality of Godhead who was also his instructing spiritual master. Actually, that's true. Um, Of course, Chaitya Guru as Paramatma is there in our heart and he can speak to very advanced persons or persons who have no other opportunity of having another Guru like Brahma. When he was born, he was the first living entity, no other Guru. So the Lord instructed him through his heart. Tene Brahma So he instructed the Brahma through the heart. Um, so he will communicate like that as Chaitya Guru. Ch- Chaitya means who is staying in the Chitta or the heart. So the one who stays in the Chitta is called Chaitya. Hmm. Chaitya Guru. The Lord from the, instru- and the spiritual master from the heart. So that is the um, Paramatma. Now, although that is a fact but in balvamangal thakur's case krishna actually came as a small boy and balvamangal thakur was blind he blinded himself and krishna was coming and he was blind but of course premanjanachurita <laughs> uh, bhakti the you know you know this verse right in brahma samhita 5.39 even if a person is blind if he is a pure devotee he can see krishna no 38 sorry 538 of uh what is this brahma samhita prema anjana churit bhakti vilocaneena santa sadaivardaye vilokayanti yam sham sundaram chintya gunaswarupam Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham bhajaami. So, I worship Govinda the primeval Lord who is Shyam Sunda, Krishna himself with inconceivable innumerable attributes whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love. So the pure devotees they see the Lord in the heart. Um, with the eye of devotion, tinged with the salve of love. This this eye of devotion, uh, devotion, PREMANJANA CHURITA BHAKTI VILOCHANENA This Bhakti VILOCHANENA is not dependent upon our material eyes. Even if one is blind materially, the spiritual eye, if it is awakened by devotion, uh, he will be able to see. But on the other hand, even if one is able to see materially with the material eyes, he may be spiritually completely blind. Completely blind. He can never see Krishna. Like we can see with our eyes. <laughs> but we can't see Krishna unless we see his deity form or his painting. We can't see Krishna. You see? And even when we are seeing the, looking at the deity or the painting, we are just seeing it as a painting or a stone or something. You know, we are not understanding. It's an offensive way we are looking at the deity. Hmm. We can't even see. Whereas a pure devotee, he can communicate with Krishna. Even the deity moved. You know Sakshi Gopal's story. The Lord walked about 200, 2000 kilometers from Vrindavan to all the way to Orissa, Katak. Hmm. So this is uh, possible when one is pure devotee. That's why Hanuman, he confidently opened his chest and showed Sita and Ram in his heart. Now so many surgeons, doctors, heart surgeons, they are also opening open heart surgery. <laughs> Hanuman also did open heart, not surgery. He opened his heart with his own bare hands. He just opened like that and then he showed Sita and Ram Whereas the open-heart surgery the heart surgeon is opening. He is finding nothing there. He's just finding some blood and some some, you know, uh, you know muscle or whatever Why? Where is the Lord? The Lord is there, but neither the person who is the patient is um, uh, What is that? Uh, able to see the Lord not the doctor, both are materially um, qualified that means they have these material eyes but they don't have spiritual eyes or actually they do (laughs) in fact this body is like a dress on the soul so our, our shirt will have hands and everything because we have hands so if we have eyes on this body this body is a dress so that means the soul also has eyes so this body is like a dress because the our body has legs so the pant will have legs so the dress is tailored according to the body so similarly when we say vasamsi jirnani yathaviha vasamsi means clothes this body is, is like um, dress on the soul so dress means it is tailored according to the soul so the soul also has um, legs the soul has hands the soul has eyes but um, they are now shut blinded we are blind now. Because why? We have put so much dust on our heart. Hmm. That we have to do cleansing of the heart. So, Bilvamangal um, Thakur, although materially he was blind, he blinded himself so that he would not be attracted by any uh, woman. So, in that way he concentrated his um, uh, devotion on Krishna Cent percent and eventually he attained perfection so much so that he could see Krishna. Otherwise, how did he say this word? How did he say this word? Uh, sorry. He said that his instructing spiritual master had a peacock feather. How did he? How did he know? If he is blind, he was blind, right? Shiksha <shikshagurushca> Bhagavan Shikhipincha Maulihi Shikhipincha means, you see, with peacock feathers Maulihi, whose head? Yat paada pallava shekha reshu Yat paada Pallava Shekhareshu shekha reshu Leela svayam varasam labhatejayashri. He not only saw Krishna, he saw how he is having pastimes with Radharani and he saw you know peacock feathers and everything that means he could see so um, spiritual vision is not inhibited by material vision or the lack of it whereas if we don't have spiritual vision even if we have material vision we cannot understand spiritual life so andha rupaniyamanas te pisa tantriam even though uh, people in this world may be very qualified very highly qualified but according to bhagavatam this is what is said by Pralad maharaj 7531 of Srimad bhagavatam natha evidu swartha gatim hi vishnum durashayaye bahirarthamaninah andha andha yatandhir upaneeyamanaas <laughs> te pishatantryam urudam nibaddha Andha, yathandhair. Andha means what? Blind. Persons who are blind. See, persons who are strongly entrapped by the consciousness of enjoying material life and who have therefore accepted as their leader or guru a similar blind man. So anybody who is after sense gratification, he is a blind man. And he will accept a leader or guru, a similar blind man, attached to external sense objects. They cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to Godhead and engage in the service of Lord Vishnu. As blind men guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch, materially attached men led by another materially attached man are bound by the ropes of fruitive labor which are made of very strong cords and they continue again and again in materialistic life suffering the threefold miseries. See, these are blind people. They may be materially full of sight but spiritually blind this is talking about spiritual blindness here hmm. not about material blindness <coughs> but as we know um, Mangal Thakur was not blind like that spiritually he was completely awake spiritually hmm. <coughs> so and then the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who was also his instructing spiritual master, he explicitly mentions Bhagavan, who has peacock feathers on his crown, because the Lord of Vrindavan Krishna, the cowherd boy, used to come to Bilvamangal Thakur, to talk with him and supply him with milk. Hmm. He was actually coming and doing that for Bilwangal Thakur. In his adoration of Sri Krishna, the Personality of Godhead, he states that Jai Shri, the Goddess of Fortune, Srimati Radharani, Take shelter in the shade of his lotus feet to enjoy the transcendental rasa of nuptial, nuptial love, that means conjugal love. So, Radharani is engaged in conjugal pastimes with Krishna. So, that also he mentions. The complete treatise, Krishna Karanamrita, is dedicated to the transcendental pastimes of Sri Krishna and Srimati Radharani. It is a book to be read and understood by the most elevated devotees of Krishna and um, this topic was discussed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with very very confidential devotees like Ramananda Rai, um, Sarup Damodar, Govinda Das, like that. Very very confidential associates of um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Girgis Sabados is saying, I can't see anything. Why? You maybe switch off and switch on. Is it okay for everybody else? I think it's okay for everybody else, because nobody else complained. Gerge sabados. So, he is not able to see. Maybe you close the app and then um, open it again. And I think it should work. Now, as I said, he has offered his obeisances to, in the beginning of his book. Now, this sentence... Pooja Mataji says it's okay. Video is clear. Okay. In the beginning of that book, he has offered his obeisances to the, his different gurus, and it is to be noted that he adored them equally. Oh, he's saying he can't see Krishna. Well, we are all in the same boat. <laughs> Let's hear about him and get purified, and one day we will be able to see Krishna. All right. One day we will have the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and then we will see Krishna. Now we have to hear about him. Real seeing is by hearing, okay? Alright, so now let us go into this sentence. Offered his obeisances to different gurus in the beginning. Now we just did that, right? Pooja Mataji is saying, we don't have eyes to see him. No, we do. Now our eyes are closed. And therefore, we are chanting this verse every time in the beginning. Our eyes are there, but they are closed. We have a cataract. And the Guru helps us remove that cataract. Therefore, the spiritual master is the eye doctor. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Hmm? unmeelitam yena tasmay shri gurave maha. chakshu means eyes and chakshudan diloje janme janme prabhu se divya gyan bharade prakashitam so chakshudan uh, the spiritual master is donating eyes he gives us the eyes to see krishna but of course we have to take the process if we take to the process 100% we can also see krishna hmm. <clears throat> you see let us see the let us see the translation I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master opened my eyes. (coughs) So, what eyes are these? No, these eyes are always open, right? But not these eyes. But (coughs) the spiritual eyes. The eyes of the soul. We are in deep slumber. The soul is sleeping. Whatever we are doing in this world is like a dream. We have to be awakened from this dream now. So, when we are dreaming, when somebody calls us, you know, Then we will vaguely hear something. And then slowly, slowly we will wake up and, Oh, oh, you call me? You know, like that. So that is what is happening right now. (laughs) For millions and trillions and trillions of years, we have been sleeping spiritually in great slumber. Now the spiritual master is calling us. So with this transcendental knowledge. And now we are groggy. We are just waking up. We have to, the sooner we wake up completely alert, Ah, the easier, the sooner we will be able to see Krishna. So, it it depends on how sincerely we want to wake up. Sometimes when somebody is uh, calling us and then we don't want to wake up, "Ah, I want to sleep, you know, that kind of... We have that laziness. People want to, devotees want to help us, uh, wake us up. But we want to sleep, we want to be in the Maya. We want to continue with our Maya way of life. We don't want to take it very seriously. So then, you know, you won't be out of the bed. So, we have to get up. Yes, yes, let me do it. So, that the sooner we do that, that means surrender. Um, as it is said, there is a saying, you can uh, awaken a man who is sleeping, but you cannot awaken a man who is pretending to sleep. He is pretending only to sleep. So, how much ever you try to wake him up, he will not, he will not want to wake up and do his duty. So, if he is actually sleeping, yes, you can wake him up. If he is pretending to sleep, uh, then, you know, he will just act it out. Hmm. You can't do much about him. So anyway, My spiritual master opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him. Then of course, the next one is to Rupa Goswami, because we are Rupanugas. Rupanugas means the followers of Rupa Goswami. So when will Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupad, who has established within this material world, the mission to fulfill the desire of Lord Chaitanya, give me shelter under his lotus feet? So these are all, this is our initiating spiritual master, the first one here, this one and this is the previous guru, our our Acharya and the reciprocal succession. And now we are going to this, this verse is about all the gurus, you see, Vandeham Shri <tries> Guru Shri Yuta Kamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha, you see. Vandeham, that means I offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Guru of the Guru, Sri Yutapadakamalam, the two lotus feet of my spiritual master, I pay obeisances to him. So this is the initiating spiritual master. Sri Gurun. Again, one day gurun, the today's verse. So Gurun means all the spiritual masters. Hmm. All the spiritual masters. And who are all the spiritual masters? Of course, we have um, Diksha Guru, initiating spiritual master Shiksha Guru, who is the instructing spiritual master Vartma Pradarshaka Guru, who showed us the path to Krishna consciousness and Chaitya Guru the Paramatma in the heart who is guiding us from within now, sometimes we think when we have some idea or a thought we think the Paramatma is guiding us in the thought but no, many times no because we are in the mood of defiance. So, in this state of defiance, we cannot have that direct connection with Paramatma. Sometimes, I have seen some devotees, they, they say that, oh, um, I, I think Paramatma is telling me not to do this, or Paramatma is telling me to do this, because I feel like doing it, or I feel like don't not doing it. It means the Paramatma is telling me what to do. No, we cannot speculate. We can only receive very direct instruction from Paramatma, When we are on the stage like, you know, Bilumangar Thakur or Lord Brahmaji, not at this point. At this point, Maya is dictating us. Because the Lord is supposed to sit in the heart. And when you want to seat the Lord in the heart, just like when a great person comes to sit, you make sure the seat is all cleaned up, right? Before he sits down. So similarly, when the Lord, if you want the Lord to come and sit on your heart, you have to clean that heart. Clean that seat of the heart and then let him sit there but now we are having all dirty bugs there so that is Maya so these bugs are telling us what to do the Maya bug is telling us what to do hmm. so we cannot interpret like whatever I feel is what Krishna is making me feel or Krishna wants me to feel like that no at this point we are not in the position therefore Krishna the Paramatma comes out as the guru we have learnt this right as the greatest devotee of the Lord. What is that? One dot. I think it is I don't need to go like this. Okay, C C if we go here Adi, I think oh sorry, Adi one. I think uh, somewhere in the fortieth something was. Yes, you see one forty-seven. Shiksha Jani Krishna Antaryami Bhakta Sreshta One should know the instructing spiritual master to be the personality of Krishna. Lord Krishna manifests himself as the super soul and as the greatest devotee of the Lord. He comes out. He comes out. Because we are unable to understand what Paramatma wants us to do. And that's why for trillions of years we wasted time because we have not listened to the Paramatma and we are not capable of listening at the present moment. Uh, Therefore, the Paramatma, out of his great mercy, he comes out as the spiritual master and tells us directly. So at this point, we should never say that I am having direct contact with Paramatma. No. We should take the instructions of the spiritual master as our life and soul. So, our um, spiritual master will give us an instruction and it is sometimes difficult to follow. Hmm? But even then, so because it is difficult to follow, oh, I think Paramatma is telling me that, you know, don't follow because it is difficult. That feeling I'm getting, you know, I think Paramatma is telling me, don't follow this order of the Guru. (laughs) Paramatma is telling me not to follow the order of the Guru. Unless the Guru is a bogus fellow. That's another thing. But still, still, we cannot simply rely on the, our so-called communication with Paramatma. We don't have any now. We have to be humble enough to acknowledge that. If we are saying that I have connection with Paramatma and all that, uh, well, then why are we in this material world? Or maybe we came like Prabhupada, is that so? No, right? So Prabhupada came to preach. Oh, we have to, we came to preach? I think, I don't think so. So we came here to waste time. So Spirit Prabhupada is saving us. So let us be very honest about ourselves and understand, at least for myself, I know that I am nowhere close to that. So we have to take the instructions of the guru, even it is against our so-called um, what is that called? They say um, our so-called thought process, whatever it is. We think it is Krishna speaking to us. No, no, it is Maya speaking to us. We should know that we are not qualified at this point. So we have to take Krishna's instruction, uh, spiritual master's instruction. Yesya prasadad, bhagavat Prasado. If the spiritual master is satisfied. Krishna is satisfied. We have to take it like that. And when we don't have direct uh, communication with spiritual master also, uh, then his instructions and sometimes even we may slack in following the instructions, we may not be very serious in following. Therefore, the Siksha Gurus come in, just like Srila Prabhupada, even when he was physically present, many devotees did not speak with him very much. But the temple president, the temple authorities, they used to guide the devotees. So, they are the Siksha Gurus instructing on behalf of Śrīla Prabhupāda. What to do? Okay, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that, you don't do like this, you don't do like that. So, we have to take those instructions as coming from Śrīla Prabhupāda. Expansion. The, the Siksha Gurus, as long as they are preaching what Śrīla Prabhupāda is preaching, they are Siksha Gurus. So we have to take their instructions as coming from Prabhupāda, they are expansions of the spiritual master. They are. Uh, we have to take it like that. Hmm. The devotees who are instructing us, they are representatives of Śrīla Prabhupāda. So whatever they are saying, I have to follow. Then I will also advance in spiritual life. Otherwise if I think I am too smart, then all the problems start. The problem started. We are in this material world because we thought we were too smart. And we thought that ah, I can do without Krishna, what is that? Huh? Then that's what happened now. And now we are suffering because of that stupid mistake. And we should not commit the same mistake again. Hmm. So as it is said here, 11.29.6, this verse is from Chetanacharitam with Adalila 1.48, is actually 11.29.6 of Bhagavatam. Oh my Lord, transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express their indebtedness to you, even if they were endowed with the prolonged lifetime of Brahma, for you appear in two features, externally as the Acharya and internally as the super soul, to deliver the embodied living being by directing him how to come to you. See, this is how um, <coughs> this is how we have to understand this. So the guru the instruction we have to follow. Right? Let us go back. Yes. So all these different gurus we are talking about. Vandeham Shri Sri Guru Shri Y Kamalam. The lotus Feet of aspiration master Sri Gurun. About the Shri Guru, we will go into more detail. Okay? We, have, we know the four. Diksha Guru, shiksha Guru, Vartma Pradhar Shaka Guru, Chaitya Guru. Now, we will go into more detail. Uh, next, Vaishnavaamscha, Isha Bhaktan, hmm, bhakta Tarkan, you know, see. Vaishnavaamscha, Shri Rupam, so he is now naming those devotees. Shri Rupam, that means Rupa Goswami. Sa Agrajatam, Sanatana Goswami, who is his elder brother. Sahagana Raghunathanvitam, the two Raghunaths Tamsa Jeevam, Jeeva Goswami Sa Advaitam, Sa Avadhutam, Advaitacharya, and Avadhuta is Nityananda Prabhu Parijana Sahitam, with all the assembled devotees Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sangopangastra Parshadam, you know, Krishna Varanam Vishakrishnam, Sangopangastra Parshadam, to all the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, huh? the Sri Krishna, Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is surrounded by Parijana Sahitam, by all the devotees, huh? offering obeisances to him, and Sri Radha Krishna Padan at the lotus feet of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna, who are our instructing and you know initiating spiritual master like Madan Mohan and Govinda Dev. They are in initiating and instructing spiritual masters respectively. But he is the same person, right? mother Mohan and Govinda is Krishna. So Sri Radha Krishnapadhan, Sahagana, Lalita, Sri Vishakhan, Vitamusha, along with their confidential associates um, headed by Lalita and Vishakha. Headed by Lalita and Vishakha that means everybody in Vrindavan. Beginning with the gopis, cowherd boys, the, the, the elder gopis, the elder gopas, everybody, everybody all so this is a mangalacharan this is a offering of obeisances to all the different gurus so we also do that every single session yeah. now Shri Gurun this point there is a nice chapter in the 11th canto Krishna told this to uh, uddhava how this avadhut brahmana accepted 28 gurus sometimes it's said 24 sometimes 28 so that many gurus. So what are these? Um, so now let, let, let us look at that one first. Now Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th canto, seventh chapter. We'll look at the in summary first. Here also there is um in the beginning of the chapter it's about Uddhava, you know, wanting to you know renounce this world and Krishna starts his instructions there. That's the beginning of the chapter. And in the middle of the chapter, we get to this point of 24 gurus. Um, I will just go to that. You see, the Lord further instructed Udhava that while remaining untouched by contamination and compassionately disposed to all living beings, he should begin wandering throughout the temporary world, which is simply the combined manifestation of the Lord's illusory energy and the imagination of the living entity. So the Lord is asking him to Wander in this world like a you know, avadhuta, sannyasi, like that, yeah, detached, completely detached, and always focusing on the Lord. So, then Uddhava asked a question. Uddhava then stated that renouncing material things in a spirit of detachment is the source of the highest auspiciousness, but such renunciation is certainly extremely difficult to accomplish for living entities other than the devotees of the Supreme Lord. Because they are very attached to sense gratification. See, he is thinking about others, not only to himself. He, he knows that he can do it. Uh, he knows it is auspicious also. But such renunciation is certainly extremely difficult to accomplish for living entities other than the devotees of the Supreme Lord. Because they are very attached to sense gratification. Uddhava expressed express the need for some instruction by which foolish persons who misidentify the body as a self can be convinced to carry out their duties in accordance with the order of the Supreme Lord. Even great demigods like Brahma are not completely surrendered to the Lord. But Uddhava declared that he himself had taken shelter of the only true instructor of the Absolute Truth, Lord Narayana, the all-perfect, all-knowing master of Vaikuntha and the only real friend of all living entities. Hearing this, the Supreme Lord replied that actually the Jeeva soul is his own Guru. Now this has a caveat though, because uh, everybody likes to be his own Guru, right? And that's why we are here in the material world, we we try to be our own Guru. But this actually means, there is more explanation to this. Anyway, the jiva Soul is his own Guru. Within this human body, the living entities can search out the Supreme Lord by positive and negative means and ultimately achieve Him. For this reason, the human form of life is most dear to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In this regard, Lord Krishna began to describe an ancient conversation between a Brahmana And the great king Yadu. (coughs) You see, there is a conversation. So, again, what is this Jiva soul is his own guru. So, this is possible when it is actually explained in one of the purports somewhere. I don't don't know exactly where Prabhupada mentions or the Acharya's commentaries there, they mention that. These 24 Gurus or here it is said 28 in the summary, in the verse it is said 24, whatever. So these Gurus can be understood as Gurus only after receiving instructions from Diksha Guru. Only when we take instruction from the Diksha Guru and then apply our intelligence to follow those instructions and then see the whole world connected with Krishna and the instruction of the spiritual master, we can see that all these different things are Gurus. For example, I will give you an example. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave us this formula trinadapi sunichena sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadhare he gave us an, uh, an idea um trinadapi sunichena be more humble than the blade of grass so grass is a guru teaching us how to be humble tree is a guru teaching us tolerance and how to do seva for others Tree is always doing seva for others. She, you know, the tree is giving shade, the tree is giving fruits, flowers, and you no know, many things. Oxygen for us to breathe, so many ways. The tree is doing always service to others. So in this way, the, the tree is teaching us seva. So the tree is a guru. But then, everybody is looking at trees and grass, but they don't look at it the same way. They don't learn humility or learn tolerance. How will they learn? Uh, once you have instruction, like for example, Krishna said Rasoham um, apsukanteya," I am the taste of water. So, even by tasting water, we can remember Krishna. See? But we will only be able to do that, if we heard that instruction. If we did not hear that word, Rasoham we will not think like that. So too, when the, when it is said, "Jiva is his own Guru, And that is actually 24 gurus that he mentions, is actually all these different, different parts of nature, which are teaching different things in one spiritual life. Uh, But actually, they are not really teaching. But he is using his own intelligence to understand these things. And how did his intelligence become so um, capable? Because he took instructions from his initiating spiritual master, from his instructing spiritual master. And therefore, he can apply his intelligence come on tree cannot teach us anything right trees himself is a very very low grade uh, consciousness a soul who has done so much sinful activity that now he is standing as a tree so how can he teach something and is his real intention to teach is the grass does the grass have intention to teach but no that, that is not a fact but he is taking the grass as guru because he is using his own intelligence based on his instructions and seeing the examples and correlating with the with the, the things that he has to learn so actually he is his own guru but externally it appears so that you know um, it is he is taking so many gurus so this is the understanding I think here it is, purport of 11.9.31. Okay, let's go to that. It is quoted in the comments here. 11.9.31. You see, the verse itself says something seemingly contradictory, but the explanations of the Acharyas uh, clarify it. SUSTHIRAM SYAT SUPUSHKALAM Although the absolute truth is one without a second, the sages have described him in many different ways. Therefore, one may not be able to acquire very firm or complete knowledge from one spiritual master. How can that be? How can we not get complete knowledge from one spiritual master? If he is actually bona fide spiritual master, we should be able to, right? Ah. <clears throat> so, Shreva Sridhar Swami comments on this verse as follows. Of course, there is, I think, Jiva Goswami's comment also. Yeah. Let us read both the comments, commentaries and vishnu Chakravarti Thakur also commented. You see so many commentaries because it's a very important topic, it easily can be, you know, <laughs> misinterpreted, right? Let us read this <clears throat> and then go to that point. Shreva Sridhar Swami comments on this verse as follows. The statement that one requires many spiritual masters certainly needs explanation. Since practically all great saintly persons of the past did not take shelter of many spiritual masters but rather accepted one. In fact, in 135 of Chaitanya Charitamrita, we should have only one instru- initiating spiritual master and one can have many inst- instructing spiritual masters. Hmm. The words Giyate Bahu the Absolute Truth is glorified in many ways by the Great Sages, indicate the personal and impersonal understandings of the Absolute Truth. In other words, some Sages describe only the Lord's impersonal effulgence, which is without spiritual variety, whereas others describe the Lord's manifest form as the Personality of Godhead. Thus, merely by hearing from many different authorities, one cannot actually learn the highest perfection of life. The proliferation of different spiritual authorities is useful only to counteract the living entity's tendency to be grossly materialistic. Different spiritual philosophers create faith in the existence of the soul and may be accepted at that level, but as will be clarified in later verses, the spiritual master who ultimately gives perfect knowledge is one. Hmm. <clears throat> so, in that in that level, so that's why are all these gurus, but ultimately, the one who gives spiritual knowledge actually gives everything that we ever need to know in one place. Material and spiritual and what we should do and what we should not do. Everything he teaches us. And it is, As it is said, Anvaya Vyatireka Abhyam. In the last class we have gone through that. 2.9.36 of Srimad Bhagavatam. So we have to know the positive instructions and the negative instructions which we should avoid. And we should we should follow everything. We have to get directly and indirectly. We have to inquire about everything. Etava Deva So anyway, let's go to this. Srila Jiva Goswami comments as following on this verse Since it is commonly understood that one is to accept a single spiritual master why is it recommended that one learn from many so-called spiritual masters appearing in the forms of ordinary material objects? The explanation is that one's worshipable spiritual master will instruct one in many departments of knowledge by giving lessons gleaned from ordinary objects Gleaned means extracted from ordinary objects How many times? How many times Srila Prabhupada instructed like that? I don't know if you have noticed those conversations, morning walks. How many times he showed ordinary things and then connected it with Krishna consciousness? Like for example, I'll give you just one example. He was having his morning walk, you know, and with his disciples, and he stopped at a point. He saw on the ground. There were so many bird bird droppings, bird shit you know, on the ground. He stopped. Then he looked. He he showed this to the disciples. Look at this. What does it mean? <laughs> um, they were like, mm, well, bird droppings, what is that? You know, stool of an animal, stool of a bird. Prabhupada said, see, even the birds are very attached. They also come all the way to the same place to pass stool every time. You see how they are attached. They can pass tool anywhere and everywhere, but they all come to the same place and pass tool there. They're attached. Um, so how he? This is uh, usually we won't think like that, right? But he's talking about attachment. How attachment is so prominent in all um, embodied conditioned souls, embodied living entities, hmm. even the animals. You see how they're very attached. Uh, everybody likes their home, earth, and home, as they say, home sweet home home sweet home and all this you know you know so much about family life and home and all that so he's showing you see how how we are no different than the birds who are passing stool here if we are also attached to our homes and our toilets we like our what is that master bedroom with attached toilet what is that bird (laughs) pigeons passing stool so we should know that we are no better than the bird if we are attached to our master bedroom and toilet, all this basically your earth and home and family. Even animals can do that. You see, like uh, let's see this, Canto four. See how much how much profound lesson is there in just bird droppings? How did he extract that lesson? That is a spiritual master. Spiritual master, he will glean all these lessons. We he otherwise can't see. We don't have eyes. He's opening our eyes to see. The real thing, as I say, the thing under the thing. You know what I'm talking about? The thing which you can see and which everybody can see is the bird droppings. And to understand, yeah, scientifically, yeah, this is the bird droppings, and that's all. But to see the thing under the thing, the thing the thing which is not usually seen, that needs the spiritual master's knowledge and connect it with Krishna and our the lessons that we can learn, you see. 429, 1a and 2a of Srimad Bhagavatam. A desire to maintain body, wife, and children is also observed in animal society. The animals have full intelligence to manage such affairs. Not that they uh, are—they don't know how to do it. They actually know better than us because they can maintain many, many children than human beings. Human beings are struggling to maintain one, two children. Already, you know, they're fighting and husband and wife fighting and divorcing and so many things. But animals, happily, he's maintaining, you know, pig, you know, fully maintaining dozens and dozens of children and still having sex every day. You know, and still producing children more and more. Monkeys, all pigeons. They have full intelligence to manage such affairs. If a human being is simply advanced in this respect, what is the difference between human and animal? One should be very careful to understand that this human life is attained after many, many births in the evolutionary process. A learned man who gives up the bodily conception of life, both gross and subtle, will by the enlightenment of spiritual knowledge, become a prominent individual spirit soul as the Supreme Lord is also. Give up the bodily conception of life both gross and subtle body. So, again, going back, this is just one example of how Prabhupada directed our thinking to the profound truth of spiritual life and our attachment, how we are animal consciousness, if we are attached to body and family and toilet. So, that is being uh, shown. So, in this way, so many times, Srila Prabhupada has used very very basic things uh, and taught us many things from that. The explanation is that one's worshipable spiritual master will instruct one in many departments of knowledge by giving lessons gleaned from ordinary objects. As recommended by the Brahman avadhuta, one can strengthen the teachings received from one's acharya and avoid transgressing his orders by observing ordinary things in nature. Now we especially have to put so much emphasis on these words because Srila Prabhupada has already left his instructions and Srila Prabhupada also said that following the Vani or the instructions of the spiritual master is very important. As long as the spiritual master is physically around, even if we go astray, the spiritual master can you know forcibly no 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 direct us back to proper consciousness but once he's physically not around it only depends on our the strength of our intelligence the strength of our determination to follow his instructions it is easy to say oh you know vapo and vani we have to follow vani but how difficult it is when there's nobody to control us when we're going astray and then just we are you know maya is just sweeping us away and then we don't even know it. We think we are big time Krishna conscious devotees. So for that, our intelligence must be strengthened. Of course, we have to have cushioning, backup. We have to always be in association of devotees, so that even if my intelligence is very weak, mama mandama tergati. That's why he's prayed to the Radha Madan Mohan. Huh? What is that? Um, what is that? Uh, Jayatam surata pangor, mama mandama tergati. I am very ill-advised, I am very foolish, hmm. therefore he is praying to Radha Madan Mohan, please attract me, now I am attracted by Madan, Madan Mohan, you attract me now. So Madan means the whole gamut of sense gratification. So to come out of that, we need the devotee association and that is also explained in the later verse, today we will cover that, hopefully uh, only one hour pass. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is the thing but even our own intelligence we have to use in following the instructions of the spiritual master. When when we read Prabhupada said, okay do this, we have to do that, we have to put all our energy and consciousness and intelligence and mind in how to do that perfectly, hmm. not, with, not wait for somebody to push us in doing it, we have to do it properly. Hmm. <clears throat> So as recommended by the Brahman avadhut, one can strengthen the teachings received from one's acharya and avoid transgressing his orders. This is important, right? Vani means we have to not transgress his orders. Uh, So even if we transgress, there's nobody to check us sometimes, right? So now the onus is on us to follow. It's even difficult job now. Uh, Following Vani is not just, yes, easy, easy, following Vani. Yes, 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 anybody can follow, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vani is there for two instructors, but our following, our determination, our discipline, disciple means discipline. Do we have the discipline? If we don't, we have to have association of devotees. Actually, we don't. We always don't. So, we have to have association of devotees. And at the same time, even with the association of devotees, I can go astray. I can offend the devotees and, and go away from devotees also. And that's it. Now, I am a free free bird to pass stool <laughs> under Maya's dictations that is a free bird there is nobody free the bird is also not free How is he attached to see passing stool at the same place he is not free he is attached to that place but similarly um, we, if we want to be a free bird so called away from uh, the spiritual master away from the devotees then we are in a very dangerous position our intelligence has to be thousand times million times more stronger uh, therefore, a real spiritual advanced person does not put faith in his mind. He does not put. He will take shelter of devotees and a spiritual master and his instructions. Uh, therefore we have to always be in the association of devotees so that we are protected, protect ourselves and elevate ourselves. These two things are the meaning of giving shelter. We will, co- we will cover that later on. Now, so, one can strengthen the teachings received from one's Acharya and avoid transgressing his orders by observing ordinary things in nature. So, we have to use all these things as reminders of Oh yes, Prabhupada said this. When we see birds passing through, Oh Prabhupada said that. Oh Prabhupada said this. Oh the Shastra said this, you know, Krishna gave this example, you know that. So, in this way, like when a Ramanujacharya gave the example of the green bird merging into the green tree and it all appears one. The greenness. But actually the bird and tree are two individual. So in that way, when the soul goes into the spiritual world, he seemingly merges into the absolute truth. But actually that merging is so-called like the merging of the green parrot into the green tree. The greenness. Actually it's a camouflage. It's not merging. He is there, but he's still existing as individual. Both are green, but both are still individual. Not that it's one amalgamated green now. So even by looking at a parrot and a tree, we can remember this philosophy by Ramanujacharya. Anywhere, even Bhagavad Gita, so many analogies are mentioned like this in shlokas. jirnani Clothes. Every day we are changing clothes, right? jirnani This body is a cloth. It is not me. I am not the body. So we can remind ourselves. Clothes can remind us. You see? But actually clothes are not reminding us actively. We have to... Um, contemplate on the instructions given by Srila Prabhupada and Krishna and observe when it is said Vasamsi clothes, why did Krishna use Vasamsi? Because that is something which we do every day. We change our clothes every day. So it's easy for us to understand. So he's making us making it easy for us to understand. And not only at the time when we are reading that. But to also easy for making um, he is making it easy for us to remind ourselves because it's a daily function that we do. And in that way we can contemplate on this philosophy every time. how many times we don't drink water? Let me actually drink water. Hare <laughs> Krishna. So in this way we can be Krishna conscious. I am the fire of digestion. We nicely eat. Who is digesting? Krishna says, I am the fire of digestion in the stomach. In the Bhagavad Gita. So he is giving all these things. Why? Because these are the things we are seeing. So it is not that, Prabhu, I have learned the 11th chapter uh, or 7th chapter Bhagavad Gita. I know all by heart. That's good. (laughs) But are we applying those things? Are we seeing all those things every time we are... Seeing all these objects, are we remembering those instructions? That is the whole point of it. It's not that to... Bhatti Marofai, you know, as the same. You know, just, just mug up. Mug up all the... You know, just learn them by heart. And then you know, show off that I'm a big Pandit. No. I have actually to see everything in that light. Hmm. Observing ordinary things in nature. One should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's Guru. See, Jiva Goswami is very nicely explaining here. Huh? One should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's Guru. Not that philosophy is only when we are here in the Bhagavatam class or Bhagavad Gita class or Chaitanya class. Philosophy is for that. And outside of the class we will just do whatever we like. No. <laughs> we have to do whatever is we have discussed in the class. We have to act like that. We have to act on based on those things. Uh. <clears throat> One should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's Guru. The disciple should be thoughtful and with his own intelligence, realize and practice what he has heard from his spiritual master by observing the world around him. In this sense, one may accept many Gurus, though not those who preach against the knowledge received from the bona fide spiritual master. We should not take them as Guru who preach against the knowledge given by the initiating spiritual master in other words one should not hear from persons like the atheist kapila Srila vishwanatha thakur also comments on this verse as follows it is stated in Srimad bhagavatam tasmad gurum prapaddhetu jignyasu shreya uttamam therefore one should not approach a bonafide sorry <laughs> therefore, one should should approach a spiritual master if one actually desires um, to achieve the highest perfection of li- in life Similarly, in chapter 10 verse 5 of this Kanto, 11, 10, 5, the personality of Godhead himself states, madabhigyam guruṁ shāntam upāsīta madātmakam, one must serve a bona fide spiritual master who is in full knowledge of my personality and who is not different from me. There are many similar verses in Vedic literature indicating that one must take shelter of a single bona fide spiritual master. We also have the examples of innumerable great saintly persons who did not accept more than one spiritual master. Thus, it is a fact that we should accept one bona fide spiritual master and receive from him the particular mantra that one is to chant. I myself certainly follow this principle and worship my bona fide spiritual master. However, in worshipping one's acharya, one may take help from good and bad examples. See, this is what Vishnu Sakravarti Thakur is saying. However, in worshipping one's acharya, one may take help from good and bad examples. Now, that bird passing stool is a bad example. Why? Because it is teaching us how the bird is attached. And it is allowing us to reflect on our own lives. How we are attached. So, it's a bad example uh, that we should not follow. We should not imitate like the bird. We should not be like the bird. So, in this way, good and bad examples, but both will teach us in the same direction. It's not they are good and bad. They're teaching us the same direction. Hmm. But the instruction of the spiritual master is the guiding principle. By observing examples of good behaviour one will be strengthened in devotional service and in seeing negative examples one will be forewarned and avoid danger. In this way one may accept many ordinary material objects as one's spiritual masters, considering them as Siksha Gurus or Gurus who give important lessons for spiritual advancement. This statement does not contradict what the Lord has presented in the teachings of, his, of the Avadhuta Brahmana. If one receives the teachings of one's Acharya but keeps them locked up in his brain as theoretical dogma, one will make little advancement. This is the fact. To develop steady, complete knowledge, one must see the teachings of one's Acharya everywhere. Uh, the Bhagavatam class should not be just this one hour, two hour, three hour. Prabhu, is a very long Bhagavatam class, Prabhu, three hours. Or very long Chaitanya Charitam class. But it should be a <laughs> whole whole day should be class only. We should we should learn all these things hmm. and engage in service. So it, it, should, it should all be we should always train our mind constantly. In fact, what is the meaning of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's you know beat your instruction of beating our mind with the shoes hundred times, beating with the broomstick hundred times? It is to beat the sense gratificatory tendency of the mind by these kind of instructions and everything that the mind is concentrating on give, bring it back to krishna just like that um, vishnu puran yuvati uh, naam uh, yatha yu naam cha yatha what is that manobhe uh, ramit Ramatam just as the young girl is attracted to a young boy and a young boy attracted to a young girl let my mind be always attracted to you krishna so taking a you know when we see you know (coughs) ajamil saw this prostitute having intimately you know kissing and all that with this man and then he fell down with the prostitute now in this today's world we are seeing this everywhere maybe not in india so much but outside india i mean the boy and girl are on the elevator i mean in the elevator or escalator and they're just kissing each other outside india this is the scene and especially in the West it's even worse. In Singapore also it is there. They hug each other, they kiss each other, they do all kind of intimate things in public. Then we can't <laughs> we can't become like an Ajamil, you know, and then fall down. We can't afford to do that. So and these kind of verses, oh let see how they're attracted, let me be attracted to Krishna. But don't meditate on their attraction because the mind is too strong. It will lead us away from the Krishna verse verse and then we will actually go to Maya. So of course we have to <laughs> look away from all that nonsense and then remember these verses to control the mind. So beating the mind means these things by doing these things. Okay. So day, Gurun and you know, all these are Gurun then. <clears> Thus <throat> the Vaishnava offers all respects to anyone or anything that gives him further enlightenment in the path of worshipping his bona fide Acharya who is not different from Krishna. Okay, so actually they have also nice examples there, now we will actually go through that those examples which Krishna actually said in the 7th chapter right, uh, index I think we will go through the index, I think it is from 20 something, you see. The Supreme Lord replied 11 7 19. the Supreme Lord replied generally those human beings who can expertly analyze the actual situation of the material world and how to expertly analyze only when you take a shelter of Guru Pasanam. only then they will become expertly they can be able to analyze otherwise you cannot so when he is saying human beings who can expertly analyze it is deemed one to, un- to be understood that they have accepted a spiritual master who has guided them properly and now their intelligence is sharpened by such knowledge. Let's see the effect of following such a spiritual master. You see, 435. You know the 434 verse, right? How we should surrender to the guru. Now the next verse is Yagyatva na punarmoham, Evam pandava Yena Athomayi. Having obtained real knowledge from a self-realized soul. You will never fall again into such illusion. For by this knowledge you will see that all living beings are but part of the supreme, are but part of the supreme, or in other words, that they're mine. And in this consciousness, we will be able to see everything in relation with Krishna, His teachings, the spiritual master's teachings. So once we hear from the spiritual master, yes, then we become outside, or we can come out of this punar moham, na punar moham. No more illusion. Provided we contemplate on the instructions of the spiritual master always and see it practically every every time, everywhere. We should find the instructions of the spiritual master everywhere. Everything should remind us of the instructions of the spiritual master. Of course, we don't have that intelligence. That also we must know how to do it from Prabhupada. And the more we learn, the more we... You know, then we have to contemplate like that. But of course, when there is service, we have to do a serviceful, You know... Um, with full attention not that while doing service I am just thinking of how Krishna is the taste of water don't space out do the service that is given (laughs) at hand and then do that with full concentration that full concentration in service is itself uh, a great um, uh, thing that we learn especially from Hanuman for example he was a monkey a monkey is usually very lusty but when he went to Lanka to look for Sita Mother Sita, he was looking at so many beautiful women so many beautiful women he could have easily gotten agitated but no because he was fixed up in his service again that's another example, good example we have to learn because Hanuman is our guru also, right he has taught us so many lessons in Ramayana how to advance our own spiritual life so by his own he is an acharya because by his own example he is teaching us And he went to Lanka and he was looking at so many beautiful women. Is this Sita? Is this Sita? Is this Sita? Is this Sita? Sita? So in this way he was always meditating on woman only. His whole meditation was woman, But he was never attracted. He was never sexually agitated. Why? Because the woman he wanted to find was the woman who is the consort of Ramachandra Bhagavan, and he wanted to reunite her with him. That intention, not exactly what he was doing, but why he was doing it why he was looking for a woman he was not looking for a girlfriend you know he was looking for the mother of the universe the consort of lord ramachandra Um, not how to enjoy the woman but how to engage her in ramachandra's service reunite her back so therefore sometimes you know devotees get this um, complaint Prabhu I see you are all asking always for donations, asking for memberships, asking for this and that. You are all money minded people. All commercial, this temple has become commercial. Um, so will you say that uh, Hanuman is a lusty man? Because he was looking uh, looking for a woman, the most beautiful woman. Will we say? No, he was not lusty. Uh, he was not uh, thinking about woman only. No, he is in things to, you know. So money is Lakshmi. Who non-different from Sita so the Lakshmi everybody is using for their own sense gratification so the devotee is asking them please return Lakshmi back to Krishna she belongs to him but of course if you tell like that he will get offended and he will cancel whatever donation he has made no more membership get lost what are you saying you are know, saying i'm a thief <laughs> he will run away so therefore the devotees adopt the policy of begging sir please help the temple You know, do some service to Krishna and, you know, um, help us preach the Sanatana Dharma, support the temple. In this way, he will ask, he will beg for donations. He will go on the street, stand in the hot sun and beg for donations. Two dollars, somebody is giving him 50 cents, 10 cents. He will take everything. So, at least the person who gives something, he will benefit. Hmm. So, but his thing, he is not money minded. He does not take one single cent from it. One single cent he doesn't take. He only gives to Krishna. He is not money-minded. Therefore, he is only Krishna-minded. Uh, he will distribute books. Oh, you are doing sales, huh? Now, you know. Actually, <laughs> there was one, there was one person who actually told that to me. I was selling books, you know, on the street. It was many years ago. <clears throat> I was selling books on the street, and then he was trying to escape that sale. He did not want to buy. But then, I always kept saying something which uh, he just was he could not resist buying the book then he eventually said okay let me let me take this book you are too good of a salesman um, You are a salesman you are, a, you are a salesman you know <laughs> see i'm i'm not a salesman i do not learn sales or something i just want that you benefit i just want that you be happy i just want that i i don't get any commission from the sales now an ordinary salesman would receive something commission but i don't You are the beneficiary and this money goes into again the temple and so that we can purchase more books and maintain the temple, organize festivals, engage devotees, engage people in Krishna's service. So this is the whole agenda in the whole thing. It's not money minded or I'm not into like getting some commission from these sales. Um, Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Anyway, I'll buy this book. He bought a Bhagavad Gita, I think, science of self-realization, I think. Yeah. So, (laughs) so uh, it's like that. So, we have to be convinced and for that we have to see all the teachings of uh, Prabhupada everywhere, everywhere. So, let's go back here. Generally, those human beings who can expertly analyze the actual situation of the material world are able to raise themselves beyond the inauspicious life of gross material identification. Next verse, 11, 7, 20. An intelligent person, expert in perceiving the world around him and in, applying, and in applying sound logic can achieve real benefit through his own intelligence. Thus, sometimes one acts as one's own instructing spiritual master. We can do that also. We can act our, as our own instructing spiritual master to instruct ourselves. But we take the instruction from the initiating spiritual master and observe his teachings in everyday life and all the... Different facets of existence that we see around, around us, and in that way, apply our own intelligence. Our intelligence must become sharpened. Uh, I think let's go back to another part of Bhagavatam 715 45. If you see, this is a very nice verse. <laughs> Svanandatushta upashanta idam vijahyat As long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia, which are not fully under one's control, one must have the lotus feet of his superiors, namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors, Vande-gurun. By their mercy, one can sharpen the sword of knowledge Sharpen the sword of knowledge. The knowledge is compared to a sword. It's not enough. It has to be sharpened. And with the power of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's mercy, one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above. In this way, the devotee should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity. Hmm? Now here, you see, in the purport, a significant word here is Achuta Balaha. The spiritual master is certainly very merciful to his disciples and consequently by satisfying him, a devotee gets strength from the supreme personality of Godhead. Um, okay, let's read the whole thing. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Guru Krishna Prasadipai bhakti lata Beech. One must first please the spiritual master and then one automatically pleases Krishna and gets the strength with which to cross the ocean of nations. If one seriously desires to return home back to Godhead, one must therefore become... Sorry, if one seriously desires to return home, back to Godhead, one must therefore become strong enough by pleasing the spiritual master. We have to become strong enough by pleasing the spiritual master. For thus, one gets the weapon with which to conquer the enemy. And one also gets the grace of Krishna. Simply getting the weapon of jnana is insufficient. This is the point I was trying to make. Simply getting the weapon of Jnana is insufficient. One must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions. Then the candidate will get the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So we have to serve the spiritual master. Then these teachings will um, always contemplate also. Always contemplate on his teachings. Serve him. Uh, Serve his instructions. Um, Serve the instructions given by the Siksha Gurus who are the representative of the Diksha Guru serve those instructions and when we get into that service mode without trying to escape or something uh, then yes all these things will be automatically revealed to our heart. So anyway let's go back here so in thus sometimes one acts as one's own so instructing spiritual master. In the human form of life those who are self-controlled, an expert in the spiritual science of Sankhya, can directly see me along with all of my potencies. Okay, this is... You see, he says the human body is very dear to him. In this world, there are many kinds of created bodies, some with one leg, others with two, three, four or more legs, and still others with no legs. But of all these, the human form is actually dear to me. Why? Because self-realization is possible. This kind of contemplation of... Krishna's instructions, Guru's instructions are possible for human being. Although I, the Supreme Lord, can never be captured by ordinary sense perception, those situated in human life may use their intelligence and other faculties of perception to directly search for me through both apparent and indirectly ascertained symptoms. In this regard, sages cite a historical narration concerning the conversation between the greatly powerful King Yadu and an avadhuta. In fact, Krishna is called Yadava because he came in the dynasty of Yadu. So that Yadu, King Yadu, he had a conversation with a greatly powerful, sorry, greatly powerful King Yadu had a conversation with this avadhuta. He was very spiritually advanced. Maharaj Yadu once observed a certain brahmana avadhuta. Avadhuta means one who is just, you know, completely given up all kind of identification with this world and he behaves like a madman almost. He's not a madman. For outside vision, that's how people see him, you know, he's just like, he may travel naked, you know, he will not, he doesn't, is completely beyond the material conception of life. So Maharaj once observed a certain Brahmana Avadhuta, who appeared to be quite young and learned, wandering about fearlessly being himself most learned in spiritual science the king took the opportunity and inquired from him as follows shri Yadu said o brahmana i see one second hmm. shri adu said o brahmana i see that you are not engaged in any practical religious activity and yet you have acquired a most expert understanding of all things and all people within this world Kindly tell me, sir, how did you? We... This phone is just. <laughs> hmm. Okay, let me read the whole thing again, because this phone was just distracting with some notifications. Sri Yadu said, "Oh, Brahman, I see that you are not engaged in any practical religious activity, and yet you have you have acquired a most expert understanding of all things and all people within this world. Kindly tell me, sir, how did you acquire this extraordinary intelligence?" And why are you travelling freely throughout the world, behaving as if you were a child? You see, he's saying moreover, generally human beings work hard to cultivate religiosity, economic development, sense gratification also, and also knowledge of the soul. Dharma, Kama, Moksha. And their usual motive is to increase the duration of their lives, acquire fame and enjoy material opulence. This is usually how people behave in this world. You, however, although capable, learned, expert, handsome, and most eloquent are not engaged in doing anything nor do you desire anything, rather you you appear stupefied and maddened as if you were a ghostly creature. (laughs) You appear like a ghostly haunted person, although you have so many qualifications that materialists would want to have. What are they? Capable, learned, expert, handsome, eloquent. You know, so many qualifications, but what are you doing? You know, Why are you like a ghostly maddened creature? Because he knew that he had some higher purpose for this. So, although all people within the material world are burning in the great forest fire of lust and greed, you remain free and are not burned by that fire. You are just like an elephant who takes shelter from a forest fire by standing within the water of the Ganges river. This is what an elephant does when there is a forest fire, he goes to the river. If there is such a water body or a lake, mm. O Brahmana, we see. You see, in other words, this is how even in this material world, see another example of the elephant. You see here this example: the elephant when there is a forest fire, he goes to the water body, the lake or the you know the river which is there in the forest, if there is such a thing. So the river or the water body in this material world is the association of devotees. And we have to be in that lake when there is forest, I mean forest fire all around. We, if we are in the water of, de, you know, the association of devotees, we can be saved because now we are in this material world, right? And this is going to be samsara davanala, forest fire. And unless we keep ourselves safe, so this thing we can learn from the elephant, from this verse, uh, we can understand that oh, elephant does that. We, I wouldn't know how an elephant deals with a forest fire, but this verse. Krishna himself is speaking, so, oh, so that that must be how an elephant would deal, and maybe even other animals which can go into the water, maybe, you know. And maybe, <laughs> and actually, they can actually survive in water. Some can't, you see. Um, <clears throat> Next, O oh, Brahmana, we see that you are devoid of any contact with material enjoyment, and that you are traveling alone, without any companions or family members. Therefore, because we are sincerely inquiring from you, please tell us the cause of the great ecstasy that you are feeling within yourself." Lord Krishna continued, The intelligent King Yadu, always respectful to the Brahmanas, waited with bowed head as the Brahmana, pleased with the King's attitude, began to reply. The brahmana said, My dear King, with my intelligence, I have taken shelter of many spiritual masters. Vande Gurun, that's the topic, right? so i have taken shelter of many spiritual masters with my intelligence having gained transcendental understanding from them i now wander about the earth in a liberated condition please listen as i describe them to you a note before we go further there is now a particular so called guru mayavadi I mean, you know I, I will just name him what is that sadguru i don't know if you have heard about him he is one so called bogus guru in india so he says, I have never read any scriptures. I just learned from life. I just saw things and I understood and I learned. He also seemingly appears like this example, but his conclusion is totally bogus. He doesn't believe in God, he is a complete atheist. Hmm? He thinks uh, you know, we just have to, you know, make our lives better, you know, observing things and you know it to be practical. You know, you know, those days, you know, they used to learn from you know scriptures and all that. Now we can use our intelligence and understand you know from practical. So he is he is trying to mimic. I mean, mimic this so-called Avadhut here, but without having taken the instruction from a bona fide spiritual master. So again, the point is here: if we just take these twenty-four gurus, as he mentioned here, twenty-four gurus. If we just take these material elements as gurus, without the the guiding principle of the the bona fide spiritual masters instructions then we will be misled we will have our own conclusions we have to understand these instructions from these different gurus in relation with our own gurus instructions not just make up our own lessons from these so called um, you know so called gurus they will only be effective if we have first of all a proper acharya a proper guru to guide us so next now he explains the 24 gurus O king I have taken shelter of 24 gurus who are the following the earth, air, sky, water, fire, moon, sun, pigeon and python the sea, moth, honeybee, elephant and honey thief the deer, the fish, the prostitute pingala the kurara bird and the child and the young girl, arrow maker, serpent, spider and wasp my dear king, by studying their activities, I have learned the science of the self. Do you think all these different this prostitute, arrow maker, serpent, spider, wasp, young girl, earth, they don't they know the aim of life? No. But using his intelligence, received the sword of knowledge received from the guru and then sharpening the sword by observing all these things. This is what will actually, um, out of his humility, he is uh, taking them as gurus, but actually, it is his own intelligence which is contemplating all these things and taking them as reminders of the instructions that his guru already gave him. With that understanding, we proceed further. Please listen, O son of Maharaj Yayati, O tiger among men. As I explained to you, <coughs> as I explained to you what I have learned from each of these gurus. <coughs> A sober person, even when harassed by other living beings, should understand that his aggressors are acting helplessly under the control of God, and thus he should never be distracted from progress on his own path. This rule I have learned from the earth. And actually, if you really go, you know, to the purport here, more explanation is given. Maybe you can do this on your own. As is explained here, the earth is a symbol of tolerance. By deep oil drilling, atomic explosions, pollution and so on, the earth is constantly harassed by demoniac demoniac living entities. Sometimes lush forests are cut down by greedy men with commercial interests and thus a wasteland is created. Sometimes the earth's surface is soaked by the blood of soldiers fighting in savage warfare. Yet despite all these disturbances, the earth continues to provide all of the necessities of the living entities. In this way, one may learn the art of tolerance by studying the earth. You see, So, um, explanation of this. So you can read it on your own. Of course, these are not Prabhupada's purports, but you know, you have to use your discretion and understanding where there is bogus nonsense or where there is little bit of explanation about the verse. So anyway, even from the verse itself, you can understand these things. So, but if you cannot, you can, sometimes the Acharya's explanation is given in the purport, so you can understand all these things. So, from earth he has learned tolerance. A saintly person should learn from the mountain to devote all his efforts to the service of others and to make the welfare of others the sole reason for his existence. Similarly, as the disciple of the tree, one should learn to dedicate himself to others. From mountain and tree, he is learning how to serve others, dedicate one's life to serving others. Mountain is always serving others. There is so much, uh, even glaciers there, which provide water for not only the people of the mountain, but also on the plains. And also, there is, um, what is that? They, They are actually the they hold the ground in the mountains and then they also there are so many minerals there are so many nice you know if you you go to this you can see great mountains bear unlimited quantities of earth which in turn gives sustenance to to innumerable forms of life such as trees grass birds animals and so on mountains also pour, pour forth unlimited quantities of crystalline water in the form of waterfalls and rivers and this water gives life to all so in this way you can you know understand so we will just go through these verses so, from mountains and trees, he is learning how to dedicate himself to the service of others. And there is a nice verse in this regard. And service to others, the best service is what? To preach Krishna consciousness. And we have to dedicate our life to serve others by preaching Krishna consciousness. 10.22.35 mm-hmm. Eta <laughs> Vajjanma Sāphalyam Eta Sāphalyam Dehi Shreya Acharanam Sada it is the duty of every living being to perform welfare activities for the benefit of others with his life, wealth, intelligence, and words. And this is understood um, by uh, what is that? Preaching Krishna consciousness and using our life, wealth, intelligence, and words in preaching Krishna consciousness, pushing forward this movement. This is service to others hmm. from the mountain and tree next a learned sage should take his satisfaction in the simple maintenance of his existence and should not seek satisfaction through gratifying the material senses in other words one should care for the material body in such a way that one's higher knowledge is not destroyed and so that one's speech and mind are not deviated from self-realization and this is actually from the python i think this is the python right Ajagarvritti. The python does not excessively take effort to find food or find shelter when the rats make holes uh, just the python just goes and eats the rats and stays in that hole so whatever is available by the gods i mean by the will of providence he will accept as shelter he will not build up this uh, this tunnels that the rats have built the rats will build the tunnels and he will just take advantage of the tunnel and he will just wait for the food you know he doesn't even in fact a python can stay without food for six months i think if i'm not wrong so he will just food eat food which comes of its own accord he will not like actively go and you know find food so in other words of course we we have to like endeavor for, to some extent um but depending uh, on the will of the lord on the prov- on the supplies that the lord would provide right so that is that <clears throat> Next, even a transcendentalist is surrounded by innumerable material objects which possess good and bad qualities. However, one who has transcended material good and evil should not become entangled even when when in contact with the material objects. Rather, he should act like the wind. The wind um, may pass through a rose garden and carry fragrance or it may pass through some stinking place, garbage, landfill and it may pass uh, bad odor. In both cases the wind doesn't change Uh, the the air is the same Uh, so in that way we should not be although it may seemingly carry the flavor uh, but it it is not the air itself is not affected by it and even I mean if you go to the purport maybe even other examples are there you see fragrances yeah the same thing is See, in the course of his spiritual duties, the devotee sometimes finds himself chanting Hare Krishna in a beautiful country atmosphere, and sometimes he finds himself doing the same thing in a hellish city. In both cases, the devotee fixes his mind upon Lord Krishna and experiences transcendental bliss. apitulyartha Whether in hell or heaven or liberated, whatever it is, whichever state the devotee is in, he is always narayana parasarve, nakutaschanavibhyati. He is always, uh, what is that? sukhayate. He is always satisfied, wherever he is. Like the wind although a self-realized soul may live in various material bodies while in this world experiencing their various qualities and functions he is never entangled just as the wind which carries various aromas does not actually mix with them a thoughtful sage even while living within a material body should understand himself to be pure spirit soul similarly one should see that the spirit soul enters within all forms of life both moving and non-moving and that the individual souls are thus all-pervading the sage should further observe that the supreme personality of Godhead, as the super soul, is present; is simultaneously present within all things. Both the individual soul and the super soul can be understood by comparing them to the nature of sky. Although the sky extends everywhere and everything rests within the sky, the sky does not mix with anything, nor can it be divided by anything. So, in this way, learn from the sky how the living entities are everywhere. Next, although the mighty wind blows clouds and storms across the sky, the sky is never implicated or affected by these activities. Similarly, the spirit soul is not actually changed or affected by contact with the material nature. So there may be a big, big storm. Wind is blowing at 200 kilometers an hour and then rain and everything is devastated on earth. But nothing happens to the sky. It's completely unmoved. So, like that, even though we may be going through a calamity, in our material lives, Guru naapivichhaliyothe. Devotee, he does not like Kunti Devi. Please give to me all those calamities. Uh, it's okay, I can go through them again. <laughs> so much strength, because like the sky, undisturbed, because focused on Krishna. Yam labdhah cha param labham manyate na adhikam tata. Yes, yes means the to na dukhe na, guru na Although the living entity enters within a body made of earth, water, and fire, although he is impelled by the three modes of nature created by eternal time, his eternal spiritual nature is never actually affected. Uh, Next, O King, a saintly person is just like water because he is free from all contamination, gentle by nature, and by speaking, creates a beautiful vibration like that of flowing water. Just by seeing, touching, or hearing such a saintly person, the living entity is purified just as one is cleansed by contact with pure water. Okay. Thus, a saintly person, just like a holy place, purifies all those who contact him. All those who contact him because he always chants the glories of the Lord. See? How saintly person is compared with water. Saintly persons become powerful by execution of austerities. Their consciousness is unshakable because they do not try to enjoy anything within the material world. Such naturally liberated sages accept foodstuffs that are offered to them by destiny. And if by chance they happen to eat contaminated food, they are not affected just like fire which burns up contaminated substances that are offered to it. This is, you know, very exalted. Not that we, oh, oh, this is nice. I will eat whatever I want. No, 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 no. Then we will be contaminated. They have to be such powerful uh, sages. Even if they happen to, by chance, by mistake, happen to eat contaminated food they are not affected just like fire which burns up contaminated substances that are offered to it Hmm. just like even sometimes dirty things come into the river ganga the ganga is never become ganga never becomes uh, dirty Uh, the ganga is uh, having the same uh, purificatory uh, capability that is explained in the nectar of instruction right You, you remember the verse NOI 6 Drishtai svabhava janitair vapushascha doshair Na prakritatvamiha bhagta janasya paśyeta Gangam bhasaam nakalu bud budaphena paṅkair Brahmadravatvam apagacchati niradharmai Being situated in his original Krishna conscious position, a pure devotee does not identify with the body. Such a devotee should not be seen from a materialistic point of view. Indeed, one should overlook one should overlook A devotee is having a body born in in a low family, a body with a bad complexion, a deformed body or a diseased or infirm body. According to ordinary vision, such imperfections may seem prominent in the body of a pure devotee, but despite such seeming defects, the body of a pure devotee cannot be polluted. It is exactly like the waters of the Ganges, which sometimes during the rainy season are full of bubbles, foam and mud. The Ganges waters do not become polluted. Those who are advanced in spiritual understanding will bathe in the Ganges without considering the condition of the water. So similarly, the sages uh, are so powerful that even if something contaminated goes into it, it becomes uncontaminated. The Ganga removes us of all the sins, sinful reactions. Why? Because the Ganga is pure. Mm. A saintly person just like fire, now fire is the other guru. Sometimes appears in a concealed form and at other times reveals himself. For the welfare of the conditioned souls who desire real happiness, a saintly person may accept the worshipable position of spiritual master. For the welfare of the conditioned souls who desire real happiness, a saintly person may accept the worshipable position of spiritual master and thus, like fire, he burns to ashes all the past and future sinful reactions of his worshippers by mercifully accepting their offerings you see how a spiritual master accepts our sinful reactions it's very important verse divyam gyanam yato kuriyat papasya sankshayam so diksha process means to give knowledge and uh, <coughs> readers of our sinful activities just as fire manifests different differently in pieces of wood of different Sizes and qualities, the omnipotent spirit Supreme Soul, having entered the bodies of higher and lower life forms created by His own potency, appears to assume the identity of each. You see, just as fire manifests differently in pieces of wood of different sizes and qualities, the omnipotent Supreme Soul, having entered the bodies of higher and lower life forms created by His own potency, appears to assume the identity of each. <coughs> just like, you, do you understand this verse? If there is a big piece of wood the fire that comes out of it is very big huge fire and when there is a small piece of wood like a matchstick a little fire so it appears that this is a small fire that is a big fire according to the piece of wood so similarly according to the body the consciousness of the soul is uh, revealed like Brahma the same soul and in the tree's body is the same soul the same soul but according to the body the consciousness is only exhibited that much the pig he is you know uh, manifesting that amount of uh, consciousness but actually all the souls are of the same quality <clears throat> but according to the body that they have they are manifesting the co- consciousness in different ways just like according to the size of the firewood the size of fire is differently manifested and also not only the size but also the quality of fire sometimes the fire is blue that means you know almost no smoke when it is yellow and like that there is a lot of smoke so depending on the you know firewood the fire is also differently seen Um, so and like that The various phases of one's material life, beginning with birth and culminating in death, are all properties of the body and do not affect the soul, just as the apparent waxing and waning of the moon does not affect the moon itself. Such changes are enforced by the imperceptible movements of time. See this: the various phases of one's material life, beginning from birth and culminating in death, are all properties of the body and do not affect the soul, just as the apparent waxing and waning of the see. In our life, we take birth and then we grow and we become youthful that is like the waxing moon you know like the full moon the most uh, beauty or the most power or the most intelligence and the most capacity is exhibited in youth in childhood not so much in fact we are like almost like a, we're just like an animal when we are a child when we're an infant we behave like a, like an animal then it's like a waxing moon oh it all comes nicely and then it's like a waning moon after that And then the body dwindles, the intelligence and everything like, you know, the capacity, everything goes down, the strength goes down, everything goes down. And finally, it's new moon, Amavasya, death. But the soul is not affected by all these things, just as the moon is not affected by all these stages. The moon is never affected by the waxing and waning of the moon. The moon is the same. Ah. Similarly, the soul is never affected. So by just looking at the moon, one way is, yes, you know, Uh, there is one of the eyes of the Lord that is one way of seeing it another thing is the lesson that we learn oh just like this phases of the moon our life also goes through these phases so remember but the moon doesn't get affected so I as a spirit soul do not get affected and I should understand that I am beyond this bodily changes I am not this body so that you know that famous changing bodies uh, painting that we have where all the stages of life are shown and the soul passes through all that that is basically this I think, I don't know if we can go through each and every of these examples, maybe you take it as a homework, you know, sun, how the sun and, you know, so many things, pigeon, you know, this this pigeon story is, you know, the whole story is there, how it was so attached to the family and the Pingala's story comes in the next, I think, over the next two, three chapters, this whole 24 gurus are explained. So anyway I think you go home I think I'll leave that as a homework for you how this uh, guru you know basically the principle I'm teaching you because if we go through the whole thing honestly we can't <laughs> finish in today also so I want to finish it today because we have other verses to go through you know still and we're already at two hours into the lecture so you go through this I will uh, go to through the, through the next verse now in Chaitanya Charitamrita, very nice all these things are very nice Seeing one's own children, you know, how this male, this whole pigeon story is there and after that, the prostitute story is there, Pingala. So, in this way, Vande Gurun, you know, this and to be understood. Now, let's go to the next. We have only covered the first verse today, from 57 through 64, but only 57 is covered. So, i leave that as a homework to you, okay? So that you know some of you are complaining that we don't have regular classes every day, right? So in the class time you can read that as a homework, right? Hmm next 58. Let's go to 58 now. Jiv Sakshat Nahi Tate Guru Chaitya Rupe, Siksha Guru hoy Krishna Since one cannot visually experience the presence of the super soul. He appears before us as a liberated devotee. Such a spiritual master is none other than Krishna himself. Hmm. Directly, this is the manifestation of Krishna. The liberated devotee. See, the point is liberated devotee. Mahanta, the topmost devotee. You know, Mahanta. You know, devotees are called Mahanta. Mahanta means what? Mahanta. The end, the, the topmost pinnacle of... Greatness. Maha means great. Maha, antha means the, the pinnacle of greatness. The topmost. That's why it is. A, means the topmost devotee. This is uttamadhikari So, Mahant word is not usually, loosely to be used with anyone and everyone. Mahant means the end of all Maha, the greatest. Hmm. The topmost devotee, uh, that person is the spiritual master. Such a spiritual master is none other than Krishna himself. Not by some elected spiritual master who can fall down and, and like Iskon is doing. No, that is not that is not Mahantra. And we cannot have such kind of a spiritual master for our initiating spiritual master, Diksha Guru. He has to be a liberated devotee. Hmm. So purport, it is not possible for a conditioned soul to directly meet Krishna. Hmm. Not possible. Uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but if one becomes a sincere devotee and seriously engages in devotional service, Lord Krishna sends an instructing spiritual master to show him favour and invoke his dormant propensity for serving the Supreme. The preceptor appears before the external senses of the fortunate conditioned soul. And at the same time, the devotee is guided from within by Chaitya Guru, Krishna, who is seated as the spiritual master within the heart of the living entity. Now here, they may use this. Oh, the preceptor appears before the external senses of the fortunate condition. So, that means he must be a physically present. Is that so? So again, when he externally appears in front of, in, in, before our external senses means, even the books, they are present. They are the teachings of Prabhupada. Without the books, yes, we don't have even external presence of the spiritual master. I mean, externally we cannot get knowledge from an external source other than ourselves and we are not capable of communicating with the super-soul within our heart. But with the books, yes, there is a method by which we can inculcate the knowledge by reading the books. That is external. It's not internal. It's not on our own intelligence, right? We are reading the book which is given by Prabhupada. That is again external. So, his book is non different from him. Also, his Siksha Guru, I mean not his Siksha our Siksha Gurus who are representative of the Diksha, of the Diksha Guru, it means the temple management the dedicated devotees who are serving Srila Prabhupada they are our Siksha gurus and they instruct us based on Prabhupada's instructions and that also so they will also show us oh when we when we are confused then they will show us where Srila Prabhupada said what they will compile and give us to us, give it to us oh here is the answer how uh, because it's Prabhupada's instructions right So when you have like that, if Prabhupada is there, he would also say the same things, right? Uh, So in this way, the external preceptor, the preceptor appears before the external senses of the uh, fortunate conditioned soul. Uh, So I mean, honestly speaking, even when Prabhupada was here physically, he was not, as I many times told this, many devotees did not get the chance. Then how did they benefit from the external senses, you know, with their external senses perceiving the spiritual master? Through his books through his uh, through their shiksha gurus on behalf of prabhupada who are teaching that's all so this way and hmm. at the same time the devotee is guided from within by the chaitya guru krishna who is seated as the spiritual master within the heart of the living entity so in this way krishna is guiding